When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to John Boy and Jake Radio. Today is October 24th, and we've got a lot to talk about. The Rangers take down the Panthers with a 5-1 score. The Giants are trading away pieces, officially making it tank season. The Red Sox magic continues in the World Series. We got Titanic 2 going on. We got the dumbest robbers around, a dumb tourist in Canada, and some other fun stuff to talk about. Here we go. All right, Wednesdays is Women Music Wednesday. Women Wednesdays, I asked Jake what he wanted, and he said, no doubt. So we gave him no doubt. How are you, Jake? No no doubt about it. I'm good, man. Um, Wednesday. I'm just a girl in the world, and that's all that you'll let me be. Amen. Number one reason why you wouldn't want to be a woman? Childbirth? Tombstone stuff. No. Childbirth's awesome. Oh. Sounds painful. You have the power. Sounds painful. What do you mean by you have the power? You're controlling it. You're the DJ. Interesting. I thought you were going a different power to give life. You don't have that. No, I don't have that at all. I could be. I could be. Imagine that. Yeah, I may be fertile. And that's like my biggest fear. You may be fertile and that's your biggest fear. Mm -hmm. But you love kids. You do anything to have a kid, basically. Yeah. Okay. so conflicting, early conflicting. But that's Wednesdays. Well, it's not conflicting. I'm saying I want to have kids, but I may not have the ability, which is scary. Oh, so not being fertile. So then same page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My yeah, bad. we got you. Day three of John Boy and Jake Radio. Uh, the reviews keep coming in. Uh, so thank you guys for that. If you haven't subscribed, if this is your third day in a row listening, subscribe if you haven't. We would appreciate that. To anyone uh, that's your first day listening, subscribe. If you don't like it later, stay subscribed. Just just stay listening. You'll figure it out. We got uh, some local news, some national news, and then the real news. Sports, Jake. We're going to start with sports. Deportes. We're going to start with a quick hitter. Quick hitter. The Rangers crushed the Panthers. I watched this game. I'll let you know, Jake. They won 5-1. to one. The last goal was an empty netter. The Panthers are bad as well. The Panthers are bad, played bad from the one game that I watched versus the Rangers and uh, sure. the Rangers' backup goalie. 
They the Panthers are bad. They just uh, turn over the puck in the neutral zone a lot. Zook and Zibby had two goals each, so that's fun. They're line mates too, so that the top line had four goals. That's good. That is good. They actually the Rangers look good, man. They don't look as bad as they are going to be record wise, which is what you want. Didn't they play the uh, backup keeper last night? Yeah, Did they, they dream that. No, no, they Georgie, what Georgie, Georgie? They brought him up from, uh, from they brought him up to play. I think they're gonna shuttle him up and down so he gets like a lot of starts. So when he's was that first name or last name, Georgie? His last name was like Georgiev. Okay, but I think I can just call him Georgie. We're rolling hard, Georgie, like your grandma's dog. You hate. Yeah, actually, I have a soft spot for Georgie, my grandma's dog. That I still hate her, but I have a soft spot. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna Google backup Rangers backup goalie. It's Georgiev, I believe. Well, he's not even here. This is stupid. <laughs> he played really good last year, is what I'm being told when he came up. So they like him. But then I read all these reports that some people don't think Alexander Georgiev, G E O R G. So that's all the makings of the name George. But then yeah. it goes to I E V on the end. Georgiev. Georgiev. Okay. Georgiev. So Georgiev. I like Georgiev. Just Georgie. I think we can call him Georgie, right? I think, Georgie. That, I think that was a fair nickname. Yeah. If you're a Rangers fan, let me know. Uh, but he, he played pretty well, let in two goals. Rangers, like I keep watching, and it's my first time watching, but they don't look as bad as everyone keeps telling me they're supposed to be. Even games they lose, besides the, the, the game before this. They crushed the Panthers. So here we go. Good job, Rangers. No Knicks Good news. Job, no Knicks. No Knicks game. No Knicks news. No. No Knicks. They're playing tonight or tomorrow. I'm blanking. They're um, playing tonight. They're playing tonight. Tonight. Yeah. Uh, no. No Knicks news. Pretty. Pretty early in the season. Still. Still feeling things out. Nice. Well, no Giants game, but a lot of Giants news because they are officially selling parts, selling pieces, tanking, which I think this is. I mean. Is there any Giants fan? Giants fans may not be happy with the returns, but it's got to be. We're they're one in five. Giants are one in five, and now now you can watch the rest of the season and and rest easy because they're tanking. Yeah, I I don't think a lot of fans work like that. Unfortunately, <laughs> they, they they still think Eli and Odell are the best. Um, but yeah, I man, tough the defense. <laughs> Already was pretty ugly, and they traded away easily their best player, I think, in Damon Harrison, a.k.a. Snacks. Um, basically a one-man run stopper. And then they traded away Eli. A lot of good tweets around that, Jim. Eli Apple. Yeah, a lot of Schefter throwing out their Giants trading Eli. Eli Apple, they traded him for a fourth-rounder in 2019 and a uh, seventh-rounder. In 2020, to the Saints, correct? Yep, Sean Payton. So a lot of people were like, if <laughs> saw a lot of people saying, uh, we better be getting Teddy back for Eli yeah. Apple. Yeah, thinking, but that doesn't even make sense to me. Like, what do you no. think their goal is if they were to trade Eli Apple for Teddy? That's <laughs> like, what? that's such a. Those fans are confused. And I don't think they realize how confused they are. 
Yeah, a little bit. I think you – so I, I know you're jumping into the NFL season kind of the past week or two. So before the season, Bridgewater – this was his first time being healthy, healthy. Yeah. And he played in the preseason, and he looked really good. So people are actually back on a Teddy Bridgewater hype train. I have nothing against he's good. I have nothing against Teddy Bridgewater. I think he's probably good too. I'm just saying the Giants aren't going to trade their good defensive pieces for a quarterback. Like they're tanking. They're not trying to compete. So why would they? Right, but everyone thinks Eli's done. So if you could get Teddy Bridgewater, have a good quarterback for next year. Like they're eyeing next year. But it's what's, it's basically you'd, 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 you'd get eight years to or you'd get eight games to see if Teddy Bridgewater is good, and then you wouldn't need to draft a quarterback. I'd still take draft picks. Yeah, that's everybody loves draft picks. And then Snacks is thirty and has a much bigger contract, so they trade him to the Lions for a fifth round pick. Was it? Yeah, fifth round pick, and it's that seems low compared to what like Cooper got. What? You got for everyone, but I guess the contract's bigger, so. Yeah, and people, well, it's tough because football, you have one or two trades that in your head, like the Amari Cooper trade, in theory, like if you compare it to other sports, makes sense. Like, oh, first round pick for Amari Cooper. Yeah, he's pretty good. <laughs> they get a first round pick. You go on your ways. But football trading is the ugliest of any sport. Um. Like Randy Moss was traded for a fourth round pick before he came to the Patriots that year, and it it just doesn't work like the other sports. Like the NBA, it's either a salary dump or you're trading for pure talent. The NFL has this weird mix of yeah, the third round pick for, for oh a fourth round, okay, sure. And I don't know the the value doesn't seem right, but yeah, I mean, what if you're the Giants? What else should you be doing? Trade, you're, trade you're every, bad. Trade, trade everyone every, else. Trade more. Trade <laughs> yeah. Janoris Jenkins. Trade Ogletree. Trade uh, everyone but Odell, Barkley. Who else? That that Jerry Reese. All his draft picks are gone for the last decade. Besides Odell, isn't that incredible? Yeah, I mean. How do you, if you're Jerry Reese and someone shows you that, he probably passes the blame to scouting or something, but so there's probably more than just him. But listen to this. 2010 JPP traded. He was a good player, though, so I still think that was a good draft pick. Right. And he blew up his hand, and then they traded him. I, that was, I, I would, we're still going to say that was a good draft pick, right? Yeah. Okay. Prince Amukamura, he left. Still in the league. Yeah, I think he was good. He had a he had a big play this weekend. Really was fun name. Uh, David Wilson. That's like a sad. sad well, no, sad story. I mean, you can say bad because they didn't check out his health, right? But he he was he looked good, and then he his had that back spine injury and couldn't play anymore. No good. I guess bad draft pick, but that one's tough to judge. <laughs> Justin Pugh left. Where's he? I don't know where Pugh is. That's what. Let me see. Act, now looking at this, it's not as bad as they're not. Yeah. So Pew's on the Cardinals now. Um, yeah, in NFL, like those tweets look better than they deceptively are because a sport like baseball or basketball, you hit on a draft pick, you expect them to be there for a decade. Football, if it's the quarterback, like yes. 
outside of that, like guys are fair game. Then you had Beckham in 2014, good, obviously. Eric Flowers in 2015, terrible. The worst. And then, and the then worst. The, yeah, he no, they they couldn't get anything for him. Like right, they're trading everyone else. They couldn't get a thing for Flowers, which makes sense. Obviously, you don't want him. Eli Apple, uh, 2016. Now they just traded him, but Eli Apple got hurt in 2000. He had like three good games, showed some promise, got hurt. His mom's a big star, and then last year. He was like mouthing off about being on the scout team and got suspended by the team or fined or whatever. So he had he had his problems, but I think this whole team has problems. The culture is terrible. Odell has. Co- no, I'm not going to blame Odell. Yeah, I'm not going to no. blame Odell. But <laughs> this Giants team, since Coughlin left, or even when Coughlin was there in his last couple of years, the culture of like being able to complain and being able to just like derail. Stuff they 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 need a dictator, really. Yeah, the player coach thing, I, it's a fun thing in the NBA. It works better there because you only need like four guys to be really good. NFL man, you you have to be dictator style or a boss. You have to be Belichick. The only quote unquote players coach we've really seen work in the NFL was Pete Carroll, and I mean that that's coming apart as quickly as it came together in Seattle. Um, and yeah, you just find yourself in all these bad situations when you're, when you go to players coach or you're, you're not the ruler of everything in football. It, it just S- Seattle this season, not only is their team bad, but all the off se- season stuff, Sherman's gone now, but like he was just kind of out of control for a little bit. And then Earl Thomas this year, <laughs> something you would have liked. He was holding out cause he was like the last guy there. And he's got staying power. He's mid-20s. He's still a safety. Um, so he wanted the big contract, and they weren't going to pay him. So there's rumors about trading him, blah, blah, blah. So he doesn't do any training camp stuff at all. And he showed up to game one, and he had two picks, I think. <laughs> he just, and he just balled out. And so, But sad twist to the story, I want to say week four, week five, he broke his leg or something like that, and he's pretty much out for the season. And it's it's funny because Didn't a lot give of his analysts bones a chance to warm up in preseason. A, a lot of analysts were like, "This sucks because the Seahawks are kind of in the right now. <laughs> like he's probably not going to get anything near as big of a contract as he thought he was going to get." So, football's messed up, man. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the amount of injuries and non guaranteed contracts sucks. So, Luke's sixteen games. All right. So, anything else on the Giants? Trade more people. I can Trade watch. More. Keep it going. Keep landing Collins. There's a guy we'll say to keep. I, like I can him. watch the Giants games now, knowing they're not trying to win, and and be fine with losses a little more. The first three games, the goal was still to win this season. From everyone top down, and now right. when the top has punted on that, it's easier to watch as a fan because you just can. Go numb a little bit. So this is going to be a weird mindset for you because you've never really had to do that as a Yankees fan. 2016. I guess when they traded away those guys. They traded that McCann, was, Beltron, Miller, Chapman. That was that was enjoying for you? Yeah, because Gary came up and he was crushing it. And there was there was like... Okay. we It was just let's watch Gary and some of these young guys. And Judge was doing terrible. But uh, Tyler Austin came up. Let's just watch some of these young guys play i still watch games and it was a different it's not enjoying 
it's just not frustrating anymore. Right. You're numb. Okay. Okay. I like that. It's not like, yes, we're tanking. (laughs) I think you said that well. Yeah. All right. Let's go on to the national news, which really just one thing right now. It's the World Series. This game yesterday, the pitcher's duel, Kershaw versus Sale. Beautiful game. It's a privilege to watch these two pitchers square off against each other. I just think there's no such thing as pitcher's duels anymore. They both went four plus. They couldn't get an out in the fifth inning. Three earned runs each in the end, like five hits, seven hits. They look shaky. The offenses are great, so give the offense credit. But is it like it's upsetting to me that this wasn't a great pitcher's duel? Yeah, baseball's just changed. That a this game was moving super slow. Like I knew Kershaw wasn't going to get out of the uh, out of the fourth. Anything just because it took him so long to pitch, you start overthinking every pitch like that. But it's it's funny. (laughs) This is a silly baseball mentality. But they went from like, oh, a starting pitcher gives you six innings, three earned run. That's that's pretty good. Now it's try to give up no earned runs. And they get pulled basically at the first side of it. And the three times through the lineup thing, that's the biggest thing that's going to end starting pitchers. Because now that those stats are so ridiculous, like if you're a manager and you don't play to that, you look like the fool. Um but yeah, the, the the Red Sox just take advantage of every opportunity, every single one. If you make one mistake, they will score. David Freeze ha- dropping that pop up in the first inning. What yeah. was that about, man? It was it was it was like a very easy catchable ball, unless it did some voodoo shit up in the air. Yeah, I think Little World Series. I think he he's normally a third baseman. Um. But, yeah, I mean, that's inexcusable. If that's the guy you're going to start at first, he has to catch that. So, yeah, if, if you give Mookie Betts a free at bat, I mean, you're pretty much screwed there. That can They scored two that inning. Um, he had to catch two more balls very similar to that later on in that same inning, yeah. freeze, which is kind of funny. Baseball is like a wound. sick fuck like that. Oh, you oh, just yeah. dropped this easy pop-up? Here's two more in the Here's, same inning. Try it again. Come on, baseball. Um, Be cool. And that, uh, one that people weren't really talking about was there was that chopper to Turner in, in the fourth inning. I think it was Kurt, It was before Kershaw got yanked. It was right over the line, could have been called a fair ball, and Turner made the throw to first. They called it a foul ball, and that was, that was Mookie. So Mookie gets on. They leave Kershaw in for Ben and Tendy. He singles. Now it's two on, no outs, and they've just pulled Kershaw. Um, and that ended up being the killer inning. That was the... That was the Nunez home run, right? Or or they at least scored that inning. Well, and anytime there was a mistake. <laughs> Benintendi got on four times. I think he had four hits. He had three versus Kershaw. The first time a lefty had three hits versus Kershaw since... Uh, since Christian Yelich three in, years ago. Yeah, Yelich three years ago. But then Jack Peterson doesn't lay out for that little flare and doesn't even fully like stretch, stretch out yeah, his arm. Yeah, doesn't catch it. <laughs> that would have driven me crazy if I'm a Dodgers fan like really mad to not put effort into catching that ball. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) That's, I mean, that's kind of crazy. There's some fun things about this game. Jack White was sitting there looking like hot boy straight out of a Tim Burton movie. I actually, I actually like some of Jack White's songs. Like obviously black keys have some good songs, but what's up with his whole look, man? Why is he so pale? That's the look. Do you think that's what's coming out of him? Yeah, he can't control how pale his skin is, or do you think that's his thing? Um, ooh, that's an interesting question. 
Because if you're that pale, you can't act on it to a degree. Yeah. My little brother's as pale as they come, but he, he tries to get some sun every now and then to combat it. Right. Ooh, that's an interesting question. Yeah, I think Jack White just hit the level of famous where he's like, I don't have to deal with the sun anymore. I think it's his look, man. Like, I wouldn't be shocked if he's putting on makeup. There's a chance. No no doubt. There's a chance. But I don't know. Like, Red Sox game? sitting. It's not like he was sitting behind the front row. He was just kind of in left Crap. field foul territory by himself. <laughs> just kind of looking... Look, looking straight grizzly. <laughs> Jack White made me cry once at a concert, Newport Folk Festival, 2014, 15. Pretty nice. There, there you go. go. There you go. Uh, Joe Kelly cut his hair in the middle of the playoffs. Now, I'm not the most superstitious guy. Like, I, I can laugh at those. Yeah. Wade Boggs eating chicken before every game. That's, like, crazy to me. Getting a haircut in the middle of the playoffs, That's that, like, weirds me out to, like, the, I'm superstitious enough to believe, like, that's crazy. Yeah, I don't think he was pitching that great, so it's it's a change of pace. Did he not do good in the in the championship series? I thought he's had a good postseason. I don't think Kelly's been doing great. I can get the stats on that. But, yeah, I think I think you're right. He's – I don't know. We're, we're, I, I feel like any of our opinions on Joe Kelly are going to be kind of blind. I um, think he's been doing good. He was throwing a change-up yesterday. That looked amazing, but I still think it's incredibly weird to get a haircut in the middle of the postseason. It's not like hockey with the beards, but there is some superstition. Yeah, he's been good all he's been good all postseason, basically. Okay, so he had a terrible, terrible September in the regular season. You got to he should have shaved it after that. Six innings pitched, one and run. I think something had to happen. He had to get gum in his hair. He had to uh, like walk into a fan accidentally or something, because that's good for him if he just completely doesn't believe in superstitions. But also, come on, you got to believe in something. Getting haircuts in the middle of, a, middle of a good postseason, like good if he him. did bad, that's as bad as Odell going on a boat before the playoff game. Like that's the fan base is now. Why'd you cut your hair? Right. Yeah. Lost lost his Boston Dirt Dog personality, but. Hey, if it works, no, nobody cares. Yeah, and he, did you see those changeups he was throwing? They were like yeah, nasty. they were all juiced up. Him, him, Nate. When when they bomb it, it's it's beautiful. And uh, the Red Sox are a really good team, and everything works. The pinch hitting works, but I don't think Freeze realized what he did when he dropped that pop up. Yes, that's Jimmy. That's a huge point. Like the, it sounds dumb. The game was over. The game was you gave you gave Mookie Betts another at bat and he singled and that was it. But and like the crowd, just for the crowd noise, yeah. the rest of the inning, I thought that the pickoff JD getting picked off in that inning because it was one out, man on first, Bogarts up, and then it goes to two outs, no one on, Bogarts up. Huge difference in the first inning when you've already allowed a run to score. And I don't know what JD was doing, but I thought that might come to play. It didn't really. They did tie it up and Kershaw had a couple more innings. But, that yeah, David Freeze allowed that entire stadium to just come to life with, like, mean bully laughter. Like, the, the Boston crowd was like, oh, you idiot. You don't know you're what the, you just you're did. The, you're the best the NL could send us. Oh, like, no. this is going to be easy. This is a joke. Like that, it's, it's momentum's a weird thing, and crowd noise can do that. Kershaw, like you said, he's back. Like, he is the most inconsistent 
he's a coin flip in the postseason when in the regular season he's a he's a, a 90% of the time he's going to give you a great start which means postseason Kershaw's a thing yeah I mean we'll we'll see next start and I I think he'd probably be lined up for what game five in in LAD if 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 they get there, he didn't throw his curveball. He threw two curveballs through the first two innings, and his slider is eighty eight, and his fastball is ninety one. <laughs> so yeah, dude, you need to throw your Kershaw. Throw it outside for a ball if you, if you, you know what I mean. Like you, yeah. Need- I think his goal was to go three times through the lineup and start throwing it more because he did start throwing it more later in the game, but. You just you don't really have that opportunity anymore unless you're giving up zero or one earned run. Yeah, I mean, I was like I was recording the games and making gifts and stuff, and I was watching some of the at bats, pitch by pitch, just scrolling through to see how many times he actually threw his changeup, and I realized how similar his slider and fastball can be. I think that's the point, though. Yeah, but when you don't have the changeup, it's only one bat speed that the. Pl- hitters have to when you don't have the curveball going it's basically one speed the hitters have to swing at yep yeah throw throw curveball kershaw because i want you guys to win but i don't think you will also also boy manny machado had three rbis none of them that impressive like bases loaded ground out right they're all like sacrifices yeah yeah so yeah i mean that you you just I, so I mentioned yesterday I wanted to see I, – I said I had no idea how this World Series was going to look. I could. It seems like they're two great teams, so it's probably going seven. I said I could also see each team winning in five, and I said that's bad sports analysis because that's basically me saying I have no idea. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I felt that from – I didn't know how the gameplay was going to go. I didn't know if the Dodgers were going to be emptying the relief – the relievers in the bullpen. I didn't know how switchy the teams were going to be. The Dodgers rolled out their old righty lineup <laughs> with four lefties on the bench, which they all used later in, in the game. Um, and the other thing that was tied to that was that the Red Sox, and hey, call it heart, call it skill, call it whatever, The what they're doing with their opportunities is quite literally magical. It's it's outside of ba- the baseball statistics realm. The two out RBIs are insane. Um, you know, Nunez getting the pinch hit, three run home run. It's it literally is it's a magical run. And I I I, I don't want to say that like I'm taking away from the Red Sox skill because they certainly have that. But I mean, the, just the percentages don't add up. It's <laughs> I'm there's a little well. There's part of me that's looking for the Houston Rockets going 0 for 27 from 3 in the fourth quarter against Golden State. Because eventually there has to be a leveling out, but it might not be until the Red Sox win this thing in five games. Yeah, the so. Red Sox are winning, and this is not leveling out. They're, they're taking advantage of every opportunity, which is a skill. But Dave Roberts taking Pedro Baez out of that game when he looked incredible because the matchups say you should bring in a lefty to face Devers and then they just pinch hit Nunez, and now... So, Roberts had to think that through, otherwise he's terrible. And if he brings in a lefty pitcher, they're going to right. pinch hit Nunez. So, is it... Does he want Baez versus Devers? Or does he want Wood versus Nunez? He goes Wood versus Nunez. Nunez hits the home run. Game over. I went to sleep after that. Right. It's just Cora's every button that the Red Sox 
are pushing is working beautifully. And it's skill yeah. and it's take and it's luck that other teams are giving them these chances, but it's it's I'm not knocking them. I'm jealous and upset about it. Yeah. Any more sports? Any more sports? Uh, I mean, quick hitter from the NBA. Blake Griffin put up a a 50 coin last night, Jim. Your boy. Is he in Detroit still? He's in Detroit. And I think I, I, I was going to say if there was any other side story that I could spin, I, I think from last night's NBA games, it's a three teams that are doing better than expected. It's very early in the season, but the Pelicans won over the Clippers. They're 3-0. and Everyone wants Anthony Davis to be kind of a superstar. He's He's got a half chance. They've got a weird team that, that can do some things. Uh, Blake Griffin puts up – he hit the game winner and put up a 50 spot. So it was like, wow, Blake Griffin. But Detroit is also 3-0. Um, they've they've kind of got this same – I don't want to say hodgepodge, but now it's Blake Griffin, Drummond, Reggie Jackson, and just a couple of guys that, like the NBA is doing, hopefully you can shoot threes and play some defense. And then Jimmy, my 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 West Coast, my my new hometown team, your Denver Nuggets, four and and0 baby. And they, dude, they've got a little young Golden State thing going on, or at least that's what I'll tell people. Do you know why they're called the Nuggets? <coughs> uh, <laughs> we we we're gonna do some Gold Rush stuff right now. <laughs> I just do you think there's anyone out there that doesn't know that. There's gold in these hills. Oh, absolutely. Dude, NBA logos are wild. Well, all team logos. If you if you shut your brain off and don't think, like the Nuggets new logo now is two pickaxes with a mountain in between and a basketball. And it's like, okay. That's cool. Denver stuff. Yeah. Dude, you want to know what the big one for me was, which I didn't find out. For as big as a sports fan nut idiot I am, Dude, the Minnesota Vikings, I just never put it together. I don't I don't think I put it together until college. What's the helmets? Yes. You didn't know they were Viking horns? No. I just thought it was like a logo. Oh, that is interesting. I just, I just thought that was a logo. I yeah. I I never put A plus B together. And again, I have to preface this with I don't have a good brain. No. But I mean, when that light bulb went off, I, I went through almost every team's logo to be like, all right, what are you hiding from me? <laughs> all right, anyone listening, tweet us the logo that clicked way too late for you. 70, Ooh, I like that. 76ers was the Declaration of Independence. 49ers is the California Gold Rush. Uh, White Sox was because they were White Sox. They were actually the White Stockings. I hope I open up someone's eyes on the Vikings. And well, a to cover up the fact that I'm an idiot, but also like if you just come in and someone tells you they're the Minnesota Vikings and you do the quick up and down of that, that outfit, costume, <laughs> uniform, I don't know. It doesn't jump off the page to me. It would be nice if they actually got Viking horns. <laughs> they're up but, above their head, but they broke off every play or something. That I mean that if you lost a horn, that meant you had a good game. If you right. ended the game with both horns still oh, on your you're helmet, a loser. Yeah, I mean Idiot. I don't like the team names that are just birds. Yeah, like hawks. Sorry. 
I don't understand the Cavalier. There's so many bird teams in sports. How did the birds win? Were people just still blown away that birds could fly and stuff? There's too many birds. The NFL has a good amount of, like, cats, I think. Yeah. Bengals. Panthers. Jaguars. Tigers, if we're counting like that, you know. It's not cat, but it's the same feline-type animal. Tigers aren't a team in the NFL anymore. Well, basically. We got it. A lot of birds, a lot of birds and cats, which two of your least favorite animal groups. Trailblazers, Oregon Trail. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Spurs for Sacramento, San Antonio, I mean. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so let us know if there's a if there's a team name out there that you never realized why they were Utah Jazz because they were originally in the New Orleans. <laughs> it's pretty pretty ridiculous. <laughs> and the Lakers because they were originally in Minnesota, land of many lakes. It's wild. Wild. I like that. I like regional names that happen. Like the San Jose Sharks, they just had a contest in the newspaper. And the Blades, San Jose Blades actually won. But they were like, ah, we can't do that. sounds like a gang. So they went with Sharks. That's not as fun as a story. Yeah. See, that tells me that they picked the Sharks and they just wanted to give fans the chance. And it didn't happen. And then they go, okay, Sharks. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you, you guys picked wrong. (laughs) <laughs> we were actually trying to get you guys to guess what we already picked. <laughs> it's the Sharks. Uh, l- last, last thing in sports. Wait, I have one I, more, too. I, I know, oh, okay. So, so maybe not. So Machado getting so much hate last night. Yeah, because he's, he's stupid looking, dude. I know. Did, his face is easy to hate. Do you think... How do I want to phrase this? Because I, I, I know you want to keep emotion out of it. I like emotions. Do you, do you think Boston's already like filled with hatred for him? Makes you want him on the Yankees like the slightest bit more? Yeah, yes. The, okay. Seeing okay. him versus Boston, I was rooting for him hard yesterday because I want him to play that heel versus Boston and – and be hated in that shit. Right. But I, I, if I was, if that's not the situation, I completely understand easily hating Machado. Well, I just, I think it's kind of a, a beautiful thing from new circumstance because like, yes, he would have gotten booed. Cause I know him, him on the Orioles and the Red Sox, they had their, their run-ins. Sure. Um, but he gets traded to the Dodgers. You don't see him for half a year. He comes back and like, sure. That guy's going to get booed. He was getting booed because people think he's signing with the Yankees. Well, Those were Yankees boos. And he's a dirty player. Which is kind of cool. Bring him to the Yankees. He's good. Give me Harper. Well, what I'd was ra- your final thing with sports? I'd rather Harper because he fits better, but we'll do that on Talking Yanks. My thing was, do you know why the Yankees are called the Yankees? I might have told you this before, but you're a Yankees the, fan. Do you know the history? the Union won the war. Well, No. But yeah, no. that's where the term Yankees started from, because they're the Northerners, the Yanks. The New York teams are pretty ridiculous all in all. Metropolitans is a terrible name. The Knicks? Knickerbockers? Knickerbockers, was that a saying back then? No, I think it's a, st- a style of clothing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so the... New York's pretty tough, to be honest, with, with if their If that was a style teams. of clothing that was pre- predominantly worn 
in New York. That's cool. But the Yankees were called the Highlanders because they played at the right. Highland Field. You had to walk up the hill and all that to get there. But newspaper columnists couldn't fit Highlanders into headlines. It just was too many letters and too big. So the newspaper columnists just called them the Yanks because they were the team that was like a team that was a term made for like the north and that like those the, that area. So they it kind of was a nickname. And then the New York headline writers just started calling them the Yanks. So it wasn't even Yankees. It was just Yanks win. Uh, and then Power they, play. they've uh, eventually adopted it and made them the Yankees. Power play by the media. Yeah. The newspaper was just, this name sucks. It's too long. Fun. Interesting. So the real news, Jake. Real news. Let's, let's talk about the real news. Jake. Pivot. Pivot. We're pivoting. Sick of the sports. You go first. What do you got? We got a we got a pool of four stories here. I went with my my leadoff hitter. I'm going with the quote unquote ridiculously drunk Alberta woman who's sorry for spraying on a- the ancient Thai wall, Jim. So I I think you had in the intro you said in in Canada, I think. It's a Canadian woman. Brittany Schneider. Can we say names? Yeah, yeah right? She did it. It's, she did it's it. It's out there. So, and Jim, this was a big thing for me when I, when I came into the article only seeing the title. It was Brittany Schneider is 22. And so she's, you know, she's in northern Thailand. She's probably doing what every young millennial is doing these days, going to Thailand to find themselves. And she gets All pretty you find twisted is cheap up. Food, cheap tattoos, and like uh, some scary guys. Yeah, and you know, see nature, and you're oh, you're so far away that you could never imagine going back to it. And then you come back and you post you post the Instagram like oh a week ago, but um, I have wanderlust yeah. now. I really need to explore. I need to be places. Do you yeah. see my new tattoo? It's in Thai. Yeah, I got it over there. Um, but yeah, she faces up to 10 years in prison or a 40 K fine for doing a little, a little graffiti job. She walked, she was walking home drunk and she saw a can of spray paint and picked it up and just started spraying it on a wall closest by, which is, listen, I was going to knock her and be like, what an idiot, what dumb tourist. I don't know. You see a can of spray paint, you pick it up, you spray it. That seemed, that's kind of natural. It's kind of, I, I think I would be doing the same. Security footage found her. She woke up in her hostel, and they just show up in the lobby, and they're like, come with us. She spent three nights in Thai jail. <laughs> yeah, haven't been there. All she did was a B, because she realized halfway through, like, this is dumb. Yeah, that's tough. That's tough. That's one of those you got you to gotta find the little middle ground. Like, hey, can't be getting drunk. Can't be getting that drunk. And you, I get the temptation of the spray can. But take that as your social, take that as your social experiment. And walk away. People that can yeah. go to Thailand and get like hammered while staying right. at a hostel. I get so you much, don't have that so yeah. much power to them. I would not be able to give up my cognitive thinking in a foreign land while staying at a hostel. And that's what these people are trying to open you up to, Jim. I love being drunk. Or I did when I was 22. I loved it. I just w- I would not. Right. They want to show you that vulnerable feeling. They want you to embrace that. I've, they want you to go there I have and throw much, your ambition to the wind. Too much of my mother in me. I just, there's no. no way I'm giving, losing control of my, like, thoughts in a foreign land. 
Yeah, I have too much of your mother on me. Jake, apologize. What story do you want to talk about? All right, I want to talk about. I, I want to talk about the Titanic. There's another one I want to talk about. This Titanic two. All right, it's not really news, but. It is news. There's no crazy news story. It's just that they're making a Titanic 2, and it's going to make the same route that the, uh, the first Titanic went across the Pacific or whatever. Atlantic. Across the Atlantic. I, uh, I, I think you're crazy if you go on this. Someone replied, no, with, glo- with, uh, with different weather, weather patterns, the icebergs will not be in the same spot. And I'm like, I know that, man. Just saying... <laughs> To get on the Titanic 2 and go the same route, there's just too much, too much shadow of doubt or like coincidence. What does it happens now? This Titanic 2 needs to be a costume party. Like there needs to be a day where there's a costume party where the rich people are eating with a million forks and the lower level people are doing dancing and stuff and like, you know, no music, just stomping their feet. If that happens... I think you go on it like one. It's so creepy, dude. Why would you go on this fucking Titanic too? Oh, there, I'm all in. There's going to be days where they have panic attacks. Like they're going to need a therapist on the Titanic too, because there's going to be people that once they're on the Titanic too, and they're making the same route, they're going to wake up with panic attacks and anxiety. And they're going to be like, Oh my God, I need to get off this fucking boat. I need to get off this fucking boat because you're on your, you're, you're reimagining about that. A million people died on. Not a million. Yeah, like it's 400. it's the it's the little kid when you're one of the first times you're kind of alone by yourself and you hear the ice machine making stuff in the fridge and you're like, what was that? Yeah, yeah. Wait, what was that? Uh huh. There's gonna be a lot of that going on on the show. Yeah, we should an iceberg. Hey, cat. <laughs> oh my god, dude! So many bad jokes. Ooh, I was in for going on it, just because you do it and it's like, oh, I was on the other Titanic. And if it does sink, it's like, yeah, you got me. I got got. That's on me. I should have known not to get on the other Titanic, but now I'm dead. Exactly. But now, oh, no, that's a plus for me. Okay. But if you, I just realized how many bad jokes are going to be on that ship, and now I'm so out. There's going to be a, a poor guy just walking around like with dirt on his face in a sketchbook asking to draw people. <laughs> Do you mind if I draw you? I I draw. I really get drawing hands. She has beautiful. You have beautiful no. hands. Right. And then there's going to be some fifty year old whacked out like hypersexual woman. Like yes, paint me like one of your French girls. And then they're going to bang somewhere on the ship. They're going to have to deal with that. Like security's going to have to deal with a bunch of people trying to bang in cars on the ship all the time. And it's just going to be gross. The people that go on this are going to be like death wish cruise people. It's going to be a sad state of affairs. But I think they need to have a dress-up party at one point. I think they're going to juice up the coin so that you can go, that it's not just, like, bad crew. I think you're going to have to pay to go on this crew. Um, Make them pay. I know, but, like, big money. Like, Titanic 2, blah, blah, blah. Um, But, yeah, I mean, dude, just think about all the, like, oh, my God. All the Jack jokes. All the Jack and Rose jokes. Oh, is this your Jack? Just oh, I love your necklace tonight. <laughs> what like, about oh my god? What about what, like day seventy when they're like, <clears throat> "This is your captain speaking." See, I don't think the boat's taking that. Are are they trying to stay out on the ocean that long? I thought they're same they're route. Just gonna. I thought they were gonna do the same route, but do it in twelve days because we have like technology now and can get across the ocean. Uh, I don't know. I don't think it. I still think it takes 
like two weeks to cross the Atlantic. Okay. Well, you said day seventy, so that's where <laughs> I was. Day day seven. Like, <clears throat> hello. Because don't put me ca- on any boat for seventy days. This is your captain speaking. If you look out your windows, we are now passing the spot where Titanic one crashed. Underneath this ocean lays two hundred. Yo, cells. see, dude, everything you're putting in is a bad thing. I secretly like. Like, dude, that's gonna be a cool moment. When you're passing over where the actual one crashed, that's going to be, like, spooky. I, I lost you. You cracked up a little bit. Say, what's what spooky? Everything I'm saying is spooky? No, everything everything you're saying is, like, a bad negative thing. Like, I that would be my favorite part of the trip. That would be cool spooky. Like, when you're on Titanic 2 crossing over where Titanic crashed, that's powerful stuff, man. That's that's cool. That's not cool. It's, you got to be one someone that likes ghost tours. Yeah, I'm not even saying, dude. I'm I'm not thinking of it from a ghost thing. Just a history story. The Titanic. That's right where it crashed. You're in a replica. That's like, didn't you go to some cool like battleground sites and stuff for World War II and things like that? Like, I think there's an equivalent sense with that. That's a good point. See, but, I got but, some things. But war, war is war, and this was like an innocent lives tragedy. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You had another story, or should we, should, we, should we wrap it up? If you want to bang out that story, you can go. You're my story guy. Like, I, I throw in Blake Griffin's 50. You throw in another story right. for this me. This is great, because I love dumb robbers, Darwinism. <laughs> These robbers came to a shop in Belgium, right? And the, Belgi- the, the guy, there's like five robbers, at, and the Belgium shop owner was like, trying to be cool with them like oh dude like if you come back later i'll have even more money <laughs> like yeah let's stick it to my boss uh so he tells the robbers come back at closing there'll be even more money and they're like okay we're gonna be back and then he calls up the cops and he's like hey uh these robbers cops are like they're not coming back like we're not gonna just wait out because these guys aren't coming back and uh they come back they come back at like 2 a.m in the morning or whatever 12 midnight and the belgium shop owner says oh hold on guys i got like 20 more minutes then i'm closing up and I'll, it's all there is more there's more there's more for you and he calls the cops like they're here and then five five of them six of them five and a juvenile get arrested for burglar this is <laughs> when you get arrested at that point when you come back for the third time and the cops walk out of the back room like that that ah oh, man fuck you gotta one of them like this ain't this ain't the life for us. So one of them was technically a juvenile. Yeah, they were probably okay. like nineteen years old. Yeah, you have to. So a their mental capability has to be eighteen, nineteen, to have the life optimism to believe we're gonna rob this place. And oh, this guy's gonna hook it up for us. This is awesome. Yeah, yeah. And hey. Good acting kudos to the guy behind the register. Because you got to put on a decent show. Like, yo, guys, I hate this place, all right? So at in in 20 minutes, it the safe unlocks because I have to load it up. Yeah. So you guys just hang out here. Actually, do you guys want to buy something while you're here? <laughs> if, you buy something, if you buy something, I'll put it in the safe so there's more wow. money at the end of the night. My fucking that's, hate my boss. He talks, he hits on my mom all the time. That's the ultimate. Yeah. The convincing the robbers to actually buy something. Yeah. 
Wow. Get off on that if you wanted to. All right. Twitter question of the day. We're going to go with a short one here from Albert All Sports Al. What's up, Al? Where do mosquitoes go in the winter? I'm no scientist, but I just think they die. Team team death to mosquitoes. You know that. I There's not too much I get overly passionate about in this world. I, I hate bugs. Yeah, you hate mosquitoes so bad. Really out on mosquitoes, man. I don't I don't get it. And then everyone's like, you kill the mosquitoes, the birds die. And it's like, okay, well, let's, I don't know. I mean, don't have any big qualms, but. I think they die or they froze. You know, California doesn't have like a lot of lakes and stuff, like like still water. So there's not as many mosquitoes in California as there are where I lived in Illinois, Connecticut. And New Jersey doesn't have a lot here because the ocean isn't the same. It's still water. Yeah, Denver doesn't have them too bad. Dallas has big ones because they're everything bigger than Dallas. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, no, just no one bugs. But, yeah, they all got to die. They have to have short lifespans, right? I think so. All right. Okay. What are we watching tonight, Jake? World Series again. Knicks Heat. Knicks versus Los Heat. Los Knicks versus Los Heat. One of my favorite games. And then, yeah, World Series, man. I, I'm Final conflicted thought. Like, was last night good baseball? Like kind of yes, it was yeah. a close game for a little. Then the three run homer broke it open. Yeah, it's just not a pitcher's duel, which we wanted. And it's just, it's it's weird. Uh, Going to be interesting to see the Dodgers lineup tonight, and if people start breaking up the shift, they're doing a full shift on Jackie Bradley because he had the good ALCS. Yeah, interesting. So, all right, Nixon Heat. That'll be fun. Spulcher still exists. I found that out the other day. What else yeah. do we have going on today? Nothing. No talking Knicks. No talking the Yanks. Well, we're going to be recording, recording. talking Yanks we'll be recording. for tomorrow. So go check out Last from the Past or listen to yesterday's episode. This is your if this is your first John Boy and Jake. Thank you guys very much. It's Women Wednesday song, so no doubt will take us out. If you've been listening and enjoying, please subscribe, rate, review, and tell your friends because that helps us out a ton since we're a brand new show. Thank you very much. See you guys. <laughs>